0: Welcome back to the Movie Magoo's Film Reviews. My name is Rory, occasional filmmaker, occasional screenwriter, frequent movie watcher, and this is the review for a franchise that just gets bigger and bigger with every movie. Welcome to the review for Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. I got that feeling that something rank is going down out there. It's the Movie Magoo's Film Reviews Show. Sonny, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. What's that? It's super fresh. What the you an idiot. I am a meat popsicle. The easy way. I remember when the first film came along, I was so excited to see this. I was in primary school, but I already had a big love for movies, especially Steven Spielberg movies. Just the idea behind the original film of a, an out-of-control dinosaur park was just so brilliantly original. And when the movie came along, it had visuals that nobody had ever seen before. I loved this movie so much, I went busking in the street just so I could buy a ticket to see it twice more. Alan! I can't get Jurassic Park back online. A few years later, the sequel arrives with Spielberg back at the helm, that it was a bit average. It didn't have any magic and it didn't have enough action. Part 3 had lots more action, but no heart. And then the whole franchise got shelved for a good 17 years. But then, the world changed. Franchise movies are king of Hollywood. So Jurassic Park is back on the table. Rebooted as a sequel with a new name. Welcome to Jurassic World. And yeah, it was pretty good. Effort had gone into crafting a film that played homage to the original. It had spirited characters like the original. And I enjoyed it. But to be honest, I didn't love it. The annoying kid and the snarky teenage brother, they bothered me. And the film, to me, lacked any real suspense. Now here comes its sequel, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Here's the official synopsis. It's been four years since theme park and luxury resort Jurassic World was destroyed by dinosaurs out of containment. Isla Nubar now sits abandoned by humans while the surviving dinosaurs fend for themselves in the jungles. When the island's dormant volcano begins roaring to life, Owen, Chris Pratt, and Claire, Bryce Dallas Howard, mount a campaign to rescue the remaining dinosaurs from the extinction-level event. What could go wrong? Owen is driven to find Blue, his lead raptor, who's still missing in the wild. Blue is alive. You raised her. Arriving on the unstable island as lava begins raining down, their expedition uncovers a conspiracy that could return the entire planet to a perilous order not seen since prehistoric times. RUN! You might pick up a bit of a War for the Planet of the Apes vibe from the threat to mankind. Doesn't go there in this movie, but ooh, Keep your eye out. I think that's where they're gonna steer this whole franchise. I want to show you the future. The movie has a new director this time. I'm relieved they went with a filmmaker who's confident building suspense into his narratives. If you saw J.A. Bayona's Spanish horror film, The Orphanage, you'll know this is a director who is certainly capable of bringing tension. And you got to remember, Steven Spielberg himself, his early films were all suspense and tension and horror as well. So it seems right to bring someone in with similar filmmaking instincts. Because big spectacle action is fun, but leading up to it with some well laid suspense is what made Spielberg's original Jurassic Park so amazing. Big spectacle, big suspense. The new Jurassic World is trying for the same thing. It's going to great effort to build these moments of suspense so we better understand the danger we're all about to get hurled into when things start going wrong. And as you can probably guess, things go wrong in a big way. There's a big old volcano that is threatening this island. I'm not exactly sure why they chose to build a research centre and a theme park on an island that actually has an active volcano on it in the first place but whatever, I'm just gonna go with it. As soon as that thing starts erupting, firing off lava in every direction, things start literally heating up. It's raining down like missile blasts and spewing in through ceilings during escape attempts. It's really good, I really like that. No spoilers here, but there's one particular scene where our character can't move, he's on the ground, and the lava is slowly moving and creeping closer and closer and right up to his face. <laughs> it's so exciting. There's bad weather all over the island, just like in the original, and it really adds to it. We've got technicians running through the rain, jumping onto helicopters, the wind's blowing, the t rexes coming after them. Woo-hoo! Yes, please. I'm excited. I'm not going to dial it back. I'm into it. Jurassic Park rules. Woo-hoo! You get plenty of action in this film, lots of running, lots of hiding, lots of escaping, scenes with increasingly dangerous dinosaurs at their heels. I love it when films escalate the stakes. Everything gets bigger and more dangerous and more life-threatening as the movie goes along. You'd be surprised how many films just have a wicked blowout in the first half an hour and then really can't top it. This film doesn't do that. This film gets better as it goes. The other thing that's important to make a good film is to have engaging characters that we actually care about. This film does have an annoying kid in it. What is that thing? They made it. But the main focus is on the Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard roles, returning as former raptor trainer and former capitalist turned dinosaur rights activist. These two they are clearly from different worlds. She's all big city and here's old school country. Just to make sure we know that, we literally have a scene with her in the city, followed by a scene with him building a house out of wood with his bare hands in the mountains. So, uh, what are you dating, like, an accountant now? Or... Owen. Ventriloquist? Stop it. You love a dummy. It's a little bit obvious, but at least some thought has gone into the characterization, so I forgive it. If I don't make him back. Remember, you're the one who made me come here. I'll be all right. Chris Pratt is being his usual, not-that-smart, but amusingly charming self that always gets a laugh. He pretty much plays the same role in every movie he makes. Not that I'm complaining, I'm happy to see him stick with what works. He's this generation's Michael J. Fox. Are you okay? I'm okay. Bryce Dallas Howard, daughter of Ron Howard, is a great actor. She brings an intelligence and an integrity to the role that has always been important to these Jurassic Park films. You read about them in books, you see the bones in museums, but you don't really believe it. They're like myths. And then you see the first one alive. We also have two millennials along for the ride. We've got Daniella, a ballsy paleo-dino veterinarian who's never actually seen a dinosaur, and Franklin, a nervy, nerdy technician, who's helping track the raptors using the island's damaged computer systems. For granted, their reasons for being there are a little bit flimsy, but I thoroughly enjoyed watching their characters regularly forced to deal with the increasingly dire situations that they're faced with. I much prefer seeing these two over those annoying kids from the previous film. Quick shout out to Zia Rodriguez, the badass vet. She was probably my favorite character in this whole movie. Her passion for helping these animals and strength to stand up to anyone who prevented her from doing that was inspiring. She's the right kind of tough girl that I want to see. Rebel. 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 Deep breaths, Franklin. There is also a bunch of cliche, overconfident army men in the mix that are clearly doomed. <laughs> men up right now. Small observation I made a while ago and I've been seeing repeat over and over and over and as soon as I tell you you're gonna start noticing it too and it's gonna annoy you. Every time you see a character wearing baggy pants and a gun strapped to their leg they are dead. Dead as disco and they're gonna die gruesome and quickly. And if they've got a beard, forget it. Beard people die even faster. They wouldn't even get a chance to get their gun out. They're the characters that get ripped into trees. Oh, where did he go? I don't know, he's dead now. Or surprise bullet fire from nowhere. Oh, dead. All the bearded guys, all the guys in the baggy pants. They're all dead. You need to get us out of here. Yeah. I see it all the time and it's getting annoying. There's my rant. Moving on. This film does take a serious dark turn in the second half where we move away from all the excitement of the island and shift over to a more gothic Spanish horror kind of film. Where dubious humans are up to no good. I want to show you the future. And we find out why that little kid character's in the movie. It was all a lie! That kid stuff didn't need to be there. That was confusing. I think maybe they're setting up for future films but gosh I hope not because that was dull and annoying. That kid annoyed me immediately as soon as she hit the screen. She's jumping out at people, being loud and bratty. She's not annoying for the entire film. She is a good little actor. I just didn't think the character needed to be there. This is not why we're here. And while I'm on the topic of kids and what's appropriate and whatnot, I should mention the gore factor. Most people get "Ah!" grabbed and dragged off screen. We know they're going to die, but, you know, we don't actually see it. In fact, most of the cruelty we see in this movie is inflicted by the humans against the dinosaurs. There's actually some really sad scenes involving, you know, dino-animal cruelty. There's one scene in particular that affected me way more than I'd expected, where a brontosaurus can't escape, and the island, it's erupting all around it, and it knows it's going to die. It was surprisingly sad, but a really lovely scene, and it was beautifully shot. I appreciate that this sci-fi action thriller thought to include a scene like this. It added a lot more depth to this film. And when the dinos fight back in the second half, ooh, that's satisfying to watch. Hey girl, you think what I'm thinking? Let's move over to my final thoughts. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom knows that it has audience expectations that it needs to service, But brings something new to the story that moves the franchise forward I wanted to like this film but I didn't expect to what I got was far more suspense, more excitement more solid action, entertaining characters, despicable villains phenomenal looking dinosaurs and a cinematic film. This is the first Jurassic film to take on the 235 super widescreen format and it looks stellar on the big screen most of all, I liked that the film wasn't a repeater storyline from all the other films, that wasn't afraid to get emotional or go dark. This one's on me. I showed them the way. the big question, was it the best Jurassic movie in the series? No. Movies throw the phrase groundbreaking visual effects around willy-nilly these days, but the original Jurassic Park really did that. First time you see them, it's like... A miracle. It gave us visuals that no audience had ever seen before. I'm talking completely believable computer-generated characters in a live-action movie. I mean, that, we, we see that every day now. Not back then. This was the first that really pulled it off. And the filmmakers, like the scientists they are depicting in these films, have been struggling to top that ever since. Do you remember the first time you saw a dinosaur? The dinosaurs here are flat out bigger and fancier than anything we've seen before. But the fact is, we have seen dinosaurs on film before. So it's a bit unrealistic and unfair for critics like me to criticise it for not having that magic of seeing them for the very first time. But what these filmmakers can do is bring us characters that feel real and are engaging, make a sequel that excites us. That thrills us with suspense and it satisfies us in the end, which they have. Claire, it's the T Rex, it's the T Rex. it's the not, t-rex. not the T Rex. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Parents are probably going to keep kids away from this one, but kids are going to sneaky see it anyway, and man, they're going to love it. <laughs> So thank you everyone for listening to my review. There's plenty of episodes of the podcast still available on Apple iTunes and Stitcher and whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Thanks again, my name is Rory and we'll catch you next time on the Movie Magoo's Film Reviews.